We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Areza. Carl Black. And William Walson. Thanks, everyone. Now recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Ragnarok actual play. We are back tonight with another game of Mothership, Gradient Descent. I don't remember what game this is. Number something. Uh, this one. 42. Uh, this one. Promise. Promise. Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. We don't know. But it's it's up there. If it's not the last one, then... Wow, you guys really fuck up. Uh, so... Sounds like us. I don't... Yeah, you guys are good at that. So, uh, speaking of you guys, why don't you introduce your characters? I'm going to start with the big one on my screen, Ryan. All right. Hey, everybody. I am Ryan. Uh, today I'm going to be playing Zark Muckerberg. Uh, he is a pale, lanky, uh, curly-haired nerd um, who is basically Mark Zuckerberg with a, mu with a mustache that I drew on him um, in MS Paint. Uh, he is the uh, medic and pilot and artificial intelligence expert of the group. And he can't wait to get out of here to ride his hydrofoil surfboard. Right. Flying his American flag into like the a sunset. Human. Yep. Yep. Just like people do. Yes. All right. We'll go down the list. Next is Chris. All right. My character is Titus Tigerius, and he looks exactly like the wrestler Titus O'Neil. If you want to see what that looks like, you should obviously look for the video called Titus World Slide, where he falls, and it's hilarious. Um, my character is the Marine, and he is, he's got a fear of unknown food and a fear of being alone. A pin that says all matter wants to be on fire. He's also armed to the teeth and half dead. All right, and last but certainly not least, Jums. Hello, I'm Jums. I am playing Rook Brannigan, the teamster of the group. He doesn't look like anyone famous, just a, an elderly, not elderly, elderly, but elderly, elderly kind of man. But he's old, but not that old. But he kind of looks old, but he really isn't. And uh, he is um, the guy that fixes things. And he punches things with a crowbar. And he has a patch that says keep well lubricated. And as a teamster, you need to make sure your things are lubricated or else things just don't work too well. So wait, on a scale of 1 to 10, how elderly are you? Uh, old. Okay. Much like a hamster, he was born old. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. only sometimes. Uh, yeah. So what do you guys remember from last time? Yeah, we um, all almost died. Yep, I, I remember yeah. that we sent... We sent our mercenary group that we hired off uh, to escort the um the android Minotaur. and the minotaur um yep. 
back to the ship and then uh, to to cause a distraction. Uh, this backfired because uh, apparently uh, Monarch made a deal with the mercenaries and they set up an ambush for us. But uh, one of the one of the mercenaries accidentally blew himself up, um, which made the fight significantly easier. But also, uh, Muck caught a grenade and um, very nearly died, and had a flashback to that time at Harvard when his girlfriend broke up with him. Yep. Uh, yeah, but you, you, so you guys are hunting the. Uh... The nuclear warhead, and uh, you are—you think you've—you've you've got to the floor where it is. You're in the where are the quality assurance floor, which is where the Minotaur told you it was stored, although it didn't know exactly where on this floor that it was located. Uh, so, do you guys still have your map, or do you need me to repost it? Um, I think I might have saved it, but let me let me see. I would repost the link for everybody else. Okay, I will put it in. I'll just put it in the roles. Put it in the roles and role playing. I just put. I just typed map into oh. the search bar and it came up. All right. So when James is talking, we got an echo. So you guys got the map. So you are currently in room fifty-one C. Uh, you came through 51A to get there. So you have been through 51A, and you are in 51C. You know that uh, it is somewhere, or 51C, you can see on the map, is the combat spire. That's where you were, and that's where you had your combat. How appropriate. And somewhere in there is the nuclear warhead. So where are you going to go? Um, what are the what are the exits that we see here? Uh, so you came in through, if you're looking at the map, through the bottom door. Uh, and the combat spire, I'll just read the description. It's an interior, uh, a large interior room shaped like a funnel uh, that is sort of spiraling down. And the walls are covered, well, it used to be covered with 200 uh, uh, deactivated security androids. A bunch of them got blown up. There's still a lot of security androids in here. Uh, and you can see there is an airlock door all the way at the very bottom. Uh, and there is another door across, like, kind of across the, the, the chasm from where you entered. Those are, and the door you came from. Those are the only three doors that you can see in here. Right. Uh, so... Muck looks up at Titus and uh, Rook and and just says, well, where do we go from here? To where the bomb is, silly. Okay, where's that? I guess we... I guess we Pick one door and hope for the best. <sighs> right. We're 51C, you said, right? 
Yes. So there's a there's a door across the across the cavern from us, and there's also one in the bottom of the funnel. Yep. And you guys are kind of floating there. Uh, the bodies of the uh, the Hell's Angels, or I'm sorry, Angels Hellhounds, are the pieces of them are kind of floating around. You could see some blinking lights. Uh, you, you could see like reflected off their dead faces on some of them, blinking lights through their HUD. Uh, notifying them of like catastrophic suit failure and an organ damage detected, but they're obviously unable to respond. Uh, if you want, you could go up and try to roll them too. Roll them? Uh, no, you, you, the roll them. You, you could like take their stuff and loot them, yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, so if you're going to loot them, make scavenge checks. Um, what is that? In- intellect? Uh, yeah, sorry, intellect plus scavenge, yeah. Just, yeah, scavenge. Team scavenging, so... This is, um, this is like, uh... D-100, do you want to roll... Right? Yeah, D hundred. You want to get at or under the total? So I got, I got a thirteen out of um, my intellect is thirty three, and I had scavenging, so forty three. Okay. <clears throat> I got a forty six out of sixty four. All right. So, uh, well, you can't get anything from Toast because there's nothing left to get from him. Uh, it got toasted. Uh, he blew himself up, and he had grenades on him, so that, that did not go well. Uh, so from the other guys, if you want, uh, the grunts, they all have, oh yeah, they all have extermination. So they all had SMGs, uh, so there's three SMGs you can grab. Uh, if you don't want those, I would say the ammo would be compatible with uh, your, you have a pulse rifle, Chris? Um we all oh, had right. pulse rifles because I had a crate of them, so we all took one. Oh, no, sorry. The pulse rifle has phosphorus rounds. So yeah, it's phosphorus It rounds. is not compatible with the SMG. Uh, so, I mean, there's I SMGs. I, I would say there's a half dozen frag grenades left between all of them. Um, you can also grab... Uh, roll. There are... One, ten. There are, between the three of them, ten stim packs. Still intact. I should probably use one of those stim packs. That'll heal me, right? Yes, it will. Yeah, I think uh, I'll take one That's... and use it immediately. Okay, so you use it. Let me pull it up. Uh, where'd it go? So here we go. Stim packs. Pack. So you. It immediately gives you 2d10 health. And increases your strength and combat by 2d10 each for 1d10 hours. So lots of d10s. So first, you get 2d10 health. 10 health. That's 14 health. All right. right. What happened to my pencil? All right. So that's uh, 49 on that now. That's much better. And then I got... I have to roll 2d10 two more times? Yes. 
I'm also taking one as well, so I'm just going to start doing that as well. Okay. So 16, 10. So you get plus 16 to your... um, What is it? To your strength, and plus 10 to your combat for... I'll roll a d10 for you. For three hours. Alright, we should be dead by the time that's done. I'm sorry, I missed... uh, I I already did twice last uh, last game. Right, right, okay. Um, If I can do anything to recover more hit points, that would be great. Uh, More stim packs. There's always more stim packs. What are you going to do, overdose and die? Yeah, I guess so. You could. Um, We're already let's, addicted, right? Yeah, I'm addicted. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that for a little while because I don't know. It does it does say you can uh it, you can uh, overdose if used frequently. So I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, you let me get surgery, right? So should we said that I could probably give him a little bit more help or health if I perform surgery on him. Oh, okay. Uh, so then, roll intellect plus surgery. Um, oh wait, wait, wait! I hand him, I hand him my scalpel. Okay. <laughs> it gives it gives a te- a plus ten bonus to surgery. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm just like wait, wait, wait! Before you perform surgery, take this. This old scalpel old. I've had in my pocket for fifty years. So I got a 33 out of, uh, like, 60. Okay. Uh, so that's a crit success. So I'm going to say that's uh, 2d10 if you want to roll that, Ryan. Or actually, 1d10 uh, times 2. Okay. 4. So, so I rolled a 12. Oh, okay. Well, James rolled it. So you could take James's 12 then. Okay. He did the work. All right. Okay. Nineteen so you hit guys points. are feeling a little bit better after some minor surgery and some drugs. Well, Muck, I hope I can hold you together long enough to die together. Trust me, I'm in a lot of pain right now. If if I go before you do, just let me go. Do you want some stim packs? I've I've got some. I've got some. I guess uh, we should take the rest of those stim packs with us anyway. And the grenades. We should definitely not let those go to waste. Yeah. What did you say? There were six of them? Uh, There are ten of them. Well, now nine, because you used one. No, the grenades. Oh, grenades. Sorry. Yes, six. All right, so that's two each. Right. I try to look cool by attaching it to my belt, but I almost accidentally pull the pin out, so I just like, you know what? I'm just going to put these in my pocket. <laughs> okay. 
So let's kick, pick a door and kick it open. Or just walk through. I'm feeling down right now. If that is down, we is there gravity here? Uh, there is not. There is not. Oh, wait. So, actually, wait. Let me double check before I say that. Uh, if you're feeling down, we could call the psychologist. Maybe she can cheer you up. Rook, I hate there you. There is no gravity here. Sorry. Uh, also, as you're as you're going through the bodies and you're you know you're injecting yourself with drugs and performing minor surgery, you hear uh, a familiar voice. It's the voice of the psychologist coming over uh, Colonel Jackson Angel's radio. You hear, uh, oh, you hear, you hear, psh, uh, Colonel, come in. This is this is Helena. Is it is it done? It's been a while. I, the, it sounds like the shooting stopped. Are you done? Oh, um, over. That son of a bitch. I told you we should have fired her. I guess I'll I'll take the uh I'll take the uh communications headset and I'll I'll do the breaking bad thing. I say, yeah, it's done. Uh, oh, uh is that is that you, Zuck? I mean Muck? I keep actually thinking you're Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, it's me. So I, I suppose then that the, the colonel and his team are dead. To a man. Well, if you're going to doom us all anyway, I just ask you do me the courtesy of making it quick. I'm here in the hangar. Just come shoot me. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Nah, good luck on your own, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There is a a nuclear warhead we are planning to set off, so it'll just be a quick little flash, and then everything will be over. Fuck you. And the radio cuts out. Let's see. So I take it the uh, Minotaur didn't make it. She, she didn't say? She didn't say. She said she's in the hangar. Um, someone want to reach out to Lumina? I guess we can... See if she actually made it through. Um, I'll, I'll see if I can raise her on the radio. I don't. I don't really trust any of the radios, though. Uh, well, you you try. You do not get any response from her. Yeah. All right. Well, we tried. Yeah. See, Maybe see my, my, my feeling is that Monarch could uh, mimic any of our voices or even, you know, load up perfect duplicates of us or any of the people that we brought to the station and have them say whatever he wanted them to say. So, yeah. 
But yeah, I, I kind of figured point out every single person we hired was way more trouble than they were worth. We paid money to a person for them to fuck us over. Well, technically, uh, Boss Billy back at Wilson's Folly paid the mercenaries. Okay. They still fucked us over, and we got them the job. Oh, yeah, definitely. They fucked with, you over. With money that we certainly could have had instead. Right. Well, you are also planning on murdering them, so you yeah. didn't do much to engender their loyalty. We... Yeah, okay. I mean, we weren't going to murder them. We were just going to put them in a situation where they were very likely going to get killed. Which is... Kind of what I got the impression they wanted. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you were also going to detonate the nuke and blow up the station without telling them? I mean, we would have warned them. They didn't know right. that. <laughs> as far as they knew, we were letting them go. Or someone told them that. Someone could have been right. lying, too. <laughs> so where are you guys going? I guess down. You're heading down. Okay. Uh, You float down to the bottom of this big death funnel. There is an airlock door down there, and it is locked. I punch it. Okay. Your hand hurts. That's fair. Uh, Might I be able to use... Where am I computer-related skills. I, I have hacking. Can uh, I, yeah. can I it's, use it? It's a electronic Didn't you also electronic have that key lock, card? So you could do that. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah, work but it anymore. it doesn't work anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, so that would be intellect plus hacking. And I'll give you computers, too. Okay. And a fail. Okay. Uh, does it? It's an oddly complex lock. You you can't seem to get it open that way. All right. All right. Can I use engineering to try to dismantle it? You can. Uh, I would say engineering, and you could throw mechanical repair in there too. With intellect. While these guys are trying that, I'm just going to check the other door and see if it's unlocked. Okay. You you float back up. Uh, the other door is unlocked. All right. I'll, I'll relay that. You know, this one is open. Uh, as he says that, I just get it open with a 62 out of, 60, out of 75. Okay. Oh, yeah. So both doors are now open. The one, the one up by you, Chris, is not an airlock. It's just a regular door. This one that you guys are opening at the bottom is an airlock. Well, what's what's through either set of doors? Uh, there are short hallways. You can't you can't see the next room. Short hallways. Poor Ryan. I know. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Hey, Bean. Well, I feel like a nuke would definitely be hidden behind a locked door. Yeah, you guys spent all that effort opening it. We might as well go through it. 
Okay. All right. So, yeah. Locked doors usually have something to hide. Okay. So, you guys head down. Give me a second. I'm making a note here. Okay. Uh, And you come out into... Here we go. A pristine, white, completely unused ship hanger. Um... You could see, uh, arrayed on the walls, are four massive launch tubes, uh, and the Oberon Mariner is inside. Which explains how the Marines got ahead of you. That doesn't seem right. That's not where we parked it. Yeah. Maybe the station can move modules around. Or maybe, um... I didn't tell you guys this, but uh, I gave gave Lumina access, uh, super user access, actually, on all of the uh, Oberon Mariner systems. Basically, a, a... She was she was the only one who could have possibly, or really, I gave her I gave her the key. Um, so I get the feeling that she and the Minotaur are probably dead. If if they flew the ship here, should we go investigate, or should we keep looking for the nuke? I feel like we're. Uh, Letting ourselves get distracted. Um, are there are there any um, viewing ports or ships windows on the on the Oberon Mariner at all? Um, there's probably on the second on the second deck. Um, so the way the way the ship is laid out, the the floor that's on ground level, so to speak, is mainly just the storage bay and the engineering deck. Uh, okay. And all the the real modules are on the second floor. So you go in through uh, the, the the storage bay, and then you climb a ladder up to the second floor. That's where like the the bunks and everything are. Uh, so most of the stuff is up there. Uh, so you could see there is a uh, what a windshield for the the command room. But I mean, you could see it, but you can't see into it from your angle because you're below it. It's like okay. twenty feet up above you. Okay. Um. Well, if the psychologist said she was over there, we should probably go over there and give her a bullet, and then, you know, carry on. Do you really care all that much? No, No, I'm just a little annoyed that she betrayed us. There's a good chance she might have her own gun, too, and then one of us will just get shot. We could just blow her up with the nuke and be done with it. Valid point. Also, the nuke's not too far. Maybe we could make it back here and escape, but, you know, just a thought. All right, so you guys, all right, so you guys have been here? Yeah, I yeah, think we're see. headed the other way. All right, so there's the room back. I'm sorry, there's the door back the way you came, uh, and there is another door on the far side of this hangar. 
I guess we're going through the other door. Okay. Uh, it is another locked airlock. You want to try your computering muck? Hasn't done very much so far, but sure thing. Uh, it is a hack. It's an electronic lock to get in here. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's a different lock. Um, but yeah, you could you could try again. That one I make. Okay. Uh, the airlock cycle's open. You. Oh, wait a second. Um, I forgot to do this. One. Uh, Muck. Just as you get the door open, your, your radio crackles. Uh, hello, Mr. Zar- Mr. Muckerberg. It's Monarch. Um... What is one of Muck's deepest, darkest secrets, Ryan? He's not Um, human. uh, Hmm. Let's see. He he stole. His mustache is fake. (laughs) I was gonna say he he stole the uh, he stole the idea for his uh, big social media startup from the Minklevoss twins. Okay. Uh, so Monarch over your radio starts going into excruciating detail about how you stole this idea from the Minklevoss twins, uh, and not just how you did it, but what was going through your mind at specific times. He is breaking you down and peeling you apart, and there's no way that he could know this. So roll 1d10. I got a seven. Okay. That is very disconcerting. You do not enjoy it. All right. I'm going to turn off the radio. Okay. So that would bring you to... Okay. But you go... So the two of you see... uh, Zark is looking a little... Distracted, but then... Shuts off his radio. So you guys are good to go. You head through I give the them room. a thumbs up. Uh, you head through the now open airlock down another short corridor. Uh, and you come out into 51E. It is a room. Uh, it's not a large room. But the walls are covered with glass-plated containers glistening with conventional military weapons. Weapons. There is also, in the corner of the room, a dusty spider tank that seems to be deactivated. There is also a reinforced electronic lock that is uh, keeping all of these glass containers closed. But you could see inside of them uh, dozens of frag grenades, flamethrowers, combat shotguns, pulse rifles, and basically an endless amount of ammunition. Cool. Can you reactivate the tank? One of you guys? I was just thinking that. Um, well... That seems like the best thing. Uh, Zark, if you want, make an intellect plus AI check. So, hang hang on a second. First, before, before we go through this... Uh, is this is this like uh, like a Tachikoma tank? Like it's like it's an autonomous spider bot, or is it is it just like something that you can 
pilot yourself. Oh, no, it's autonomous. All right, so we don't want to oh, a- no, reactivate no, yeah, okay. that. Okay, I'm sorry, yes, absolutely not. Yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry, my okay. bad. Let, let's blow that up, actually. Yeah, I was I was just about to say. Um, let me see, I'll, I'll make an AI check to see what I can figure out. I have robotics, will that help? Uh, not in this specific case. I have uh, that plastic I make. explosives. Okay, well, I was, was going to say, before you try to reactivate it, uh, as it is an autonomous tank, you don't know what it's programmed to do. Presumably nothing yeah. good for you. Uh, and you don't have the materials here with you to rewrite its AI code. code. Okay. You would need, like, you know, the suite on your ship or, you know, dedicated hardware to right. do that. Right. Um, okay. What would be the best way to disable this thing? Uh, I have that's... plastic explosives. There are plastic explosives. Uh, you could definitely use that. Uh, if James wants to do a hardware... Not hardware. I'm now slipping into Eclipse phase. Intellect plus robotics... And uh, you can add heavy machinery to that if you have it. I do have heavy machinery. So yeah, intellect plus heavy machinery and robotics. Uh, 72 out of 90. Okay. Uh, you, uh, Rook, you look over this, this sizable spider tank. It's probably about the size of, uh, like a, like two vans put together. And you, you look it over, you look at the weapons of the joints and you, you figure out where the best place, best places to plant explosives would be to disable this thing as quick as possible. Well, uh, let's turn to our uh, resident explosive expert to plant this so that we don't get caught up in an explosion. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris just stepped away for a second. Uh, so your check will also give him... Excuse me. Give him advantage on his check. Um, however, uh, it may damage the stuff in the room. All the other goodies. Because it's a small room on a space station, the explosion would probably reverberate through the room and could damage all the other stuff. I mean, we're pretty much armed to the teeth already, so... Okay, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Alright, uh, so Titus, Rook has identified the structural weak points of the spider tank. So, if you want to make a combat check, and you can add military training and explosives, you get advantage, so you roll twice and take the better results. One hundred. Okay, so... Did I unmute myself? Yes, okay. Yes, yes. you can hear. Alright, so, so it was combat, which is at 74 after I took those um, stim things, and I've got... Explosives and what was the other thing you said? Military training. Oh yeah, I've got that too. So 
That's plus another two. Basically, I had a roll Basically under roll 99. Yeah, and I rolled a, a 58, I guess, is the better of the two. 58 yeah, to 49. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely fine. Uh, you're just kind of whistling as you do. For the first time in a long time, you're in your element. You're just planting explosives, putting in the detonators. Yeah, this is good. Uh, so you And you use just enough explosives that you'll destroy the spider tank, but it won't damage any of the other stuff in the room either. That's good. Some of the other stuff in the room sounded like it was explosive. Uh, yes, yeah. it was. Very much so. Uh, so... Uh, you, I'm assuming you're heading out of the room to detonate it, though. Yes, that sounds like the greatest, the best. <laughs> I yeah, I don't okay. know why we would stay in the room and detonate it. Just checking. Uh, so you guys head back out into the hangar. Titus, you press the button, and you all hear the boom from the next room, and you all feel the you even in your suits you <clears throat> feel the force of the explosion, uh, and then uh, smoke starts to waft out. Uh, but if you go back in, the spider bots is now a smoldering, sparking hunk of junk. And well, anyone want grenades? Uh, there's grenades, flamethrowers, combat shotguns, pulse rifles, and lots of ammo. Um, I guess I'm going to take some pulse ammo rifle, a uh, pulse rifle ammo. If there's some of that there. Uh, there. But it's the cabinets are still locked, so someone has to make an intellect plus hacking check at disadvantage. All right. It is reinforced. Um, I got a 1 and a 60, so either of those would work. Okay. Yeah. So you... This lock is much easier than the airlock locks, and you manage to break it and... All the locks on the, the glass cases open up. So, yeah, you grab, write down, what, don't, you don't even have to write down a number. It's, it, it specifically says in, the, it says in the book, a near endless supply of ammo. So, you have, yes, ammunition. All right. So, yeah, I'm just going to take a couple of magazines of the pulse rifle ammo and Velcro yeah. them to myself. What is the most number of frag grenades I could carry? I would say six. All right, so I'll take four more and All bring right. myself up to six. Up to six. And of course, Jane, I'll um, flamethrowers if you want. Ammo. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but a flamethrower in space. I was going to say, you saw what happened. Person. Exactly, yeah. you saw what happened to that other guy, and you still want a flamethrower. As a James, I do want the flamethrower, but as as Brooke, he as Rook, he wants to know if the combat shotgun is better than his shotgun. Uh, you have a combat shotgun. It's the same thing. Oh, well, then I'm grabbing ammo for the pulse rifle and the shotgun. I mean, I've been really happy with my crowbar and the shotgun so far. Sure. So just, yes. You have yes amount of ammunition. And uh, I guess I'll stock up on grenades, too. Sure. So six is the most that any one person can carry. I know. It, it it breaks my heart to have to leave the flamethrower behind, but I can't feasibly see how it would be helpful in our situation. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, so there's one other door in here, other than the airlock you came through. Uh, it is unlocked. And if you guys head through there, uh, I'm assuming you head through there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it brings us to 51F. 51D. Oh, that one goes down. Yeah. Uh, you come out in a similar room, but the weapons behind the glass plates of this one are very exotic. Uh, this is the anti-synthetic armory. You see things labeled like pseudo-flesh rot gas cans and EMP blasters and synth whips. I I think I want a synth whip. Uh, well, someone's going to have to, same thing, hack open the electronic lock. It's a intellect plus hacking at disadvantage. I'll give it a try. I feel like the gas would be damaging to us as well if we were to have a fracture in our suit or something. Yeah, let's stay clear of the gas. Any gas, really. Uh, No, I failed both of those. Sorry. Yeah, this this lock is a lot tougher. Can I just break the glass? Uh, Make a straight... Strength check at disadvantage. Wait, they're like little glass panels, right? They're yeah, they're glass panels over like display cases, kind of. So pry it open with your crowbar. You've been hanging on to that thing. Use it. That's what it's for. You could try. You could try. It's still going to be a strength check. Even with the boost from the stim pack, I don't make it. A 98. 98. Yeah, it's it's reinforced, you know, hermetically sealed glass. It's not meant to... It's meant to keep these things safe. It's not like a display thing. It's it's so you can see what's in there, but it's also to keep them secure. So you, you try to... You try to pry it off, and it doesn't work, and you just start banging it with the crowbar. It doesn't even scratch it. Well, ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? All right, I guess we we don't get any uh, robot rot gas. Let's just keep going. Yeah, are there any other doors in here, or do we have to backtrack now? Uh, no, there's one more door in here uh, that if you go through, you come back out in the combat spire. This is the door that you were at before, Titus. You guys made a little loop. So wait, is there anywhere else to go now? Um, yes, if you head back the way you came, I missed this before, that's on me, I'm sorry, uh, the hallway directly out of the combat spire when you first came in, uh, there's another jutting off hallway that'll lead you to another area. Well, clearly we gotta go that way. Alright, so you head back out, there's, uh... No no locked doors here. You come out into a processing station. Uh, it's a border control booth that's familiar to any space traveler. Uh, and as you guys head through, uh, there are some bright flashes. But nothing happens. Uh, what room are we in? 51B? You're in 51B. 51B. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's nothing. Uh, in there's here, nothing in here unless you guys want to try to search. I'll see what I can find. All right, intellect plus scavenging. Uh, 
I want to take a look at those flashy things that keep happening to us. Okay. Uh, um, so I, I got a 95, so no. All right. Uh, once James roll intellect plus, I'd say engineering. With disadvantage. So I rolled a 19 and a 29, so I think the 19 would be the disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. Best you could tell, you you don't know what these are exactly. It kind of looks like some weird scanner. That's that's really all you can tell. It doesn't it's not harmful, but you're not you're not sure exactly what it does. I don't like being flashy thingied every time we enter a room. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's very disconcerting. Well, I can't find well, anything can't. useful in here. So I guess let's move on to the next one. All right, so you head down another short hall, and you come out uh, into a room that actually looks kind of familiar. This is the quarantine room that you saw on the monitor in the other room where you press the button to purge the quarantine. Uh, uh, did you press the button? Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, so, there are 98 dead androids floating around in here. Yeah, I guess we don't want to be in this room because someone could just purge us. And there, there is another door at the end of quarantine. Yeah, I think we want to get out of this room as soon as possible. For a variety of reasons. You push your way through the f- dead floating android corpses. Uh, they're stuffed in here pretty tight. and You manage to get, make your way through. Uh, you come out on the other side into 52B. Uh, in here, you can see 10 smashed apart booths. With inspection tools scattered across the floor and thick dust on the floor. And on the other side of the, the room. The other side of the room. All of you make. Uh, I take one of the failed inspection stickers that are floating around and I put it on Zuck's back without him knowing. Okay. Uh, and then all of you make sanity saves. Okay. And then I go insane. I got an 11. Okay. 11 under Chris got a 22. James. I rolled a 42. I rolled a 42 out of 38. Okay. So Ryan and Chris. Yes, I did did say what I rolled. I was muted. Sorry. That's all right. And James, you take two stress. As you guys see, you standing on the far end of the... Well, floating just a little bit above the floor on the far end of the room. Uh, the three of That's you, you're, you're wearing simple, simple jumpsuits, just like plain jumpsuits. Uh, you're barefoot, but it's the three of you, and they're smiling. Uh, and uh, Rook... The other rook waves to you guys. 
So all of you also roll 1d10. I got a tree. I got a four. Three for James. Four for Chris. And is that a two for Ryan? Yep, that's a two. Okay, so now y'all got to make bends checks. So roll a D100. 89. I got a 35. 19. Uh, no, you all succeeded. You're fine. Boo. All right. So clearly we should be shooting first and asking questions later in this situation. Uh, it's up to you. These, these guys, these co- copies of you are unarmed. You can paint plainly see. Uh, they they have nothing in their hands. They are just wearing simple jumpsuits. Uh, they're floating at the other end of the room. I wave back to me. Uh, the other rook says, "Guys, what are you doing?" More like, "What are you doing?" We're trying to stop you from making the biggest mistake of your lives. Did the monarch made you? Of course. Uh, and then the other Zark says, and monarch made you too. This is your home. Oh, God damn it. I, I do believe it's time for me to start shooting. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to hear uh, anything else they have to say. Okay. Uh, if you're shooting, just roll combat check. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to look at this. Okay. Seven. At a seventy-four, or well, yeah, you hit. What I are you shooting with? Military. Uh, I'm going to use my uh, the rifle, the pulse rifle. Okay. Um, I don't know if you add your military training, but it doesn't matter because you succeeded anyway. Um, I'll say they they're super squishy. So which one do you kill? Uh, well, I've already shot Zark once, so shooting him again shouldn't be an issue. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? Roll for damage. Let's just see how you do uh, for the pulse rifle. That five d ten. Pulse yeah. rifle. Yeah, five d ten. Five d ten. Thirty. Uh, yeah, you pulse rifle. You boom, 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 and just plant three in other Zark's chest, and he uh, uh, and just starts floating away as blood is spurting out of his chest. He looks pretty dead. Uh, so, Zark, you said you looked away. Rook, yep. make a sanity save. save. Uh, for seeing a dead synth, because I have a sh- no stress from that. Or is it just from seeing just- Zark getting shot? From seeing your friend murder your other friend. This would be the second time I've seen him do that, but... Um... Okay, uh, 28 out of 38. You're fine, then. That that Zuck's not real. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think... Are you doing anything, Rook? I'm gonna go beat myself with the crowbar. Okay. Um, roll, roll combat. Uh, and you can add, uh, close quarters combat if you have that. I do. Uh, 
Yep. So you got to get closer because it's close quarter. The crowbar is close quarters only. So fifty-four to seventy-nine. Yeah. All right. Roll damage. I forgot what we had for damage. Or is it just my strength or? Uh, no, it's a D ten for the crowbar. Oh well, then ten. All right, you, you, you like leap off the floor and dive straight at yourself and just smash your own face with the crowbar. You feel the other rook's jaw break and teeth go flying out of his mouth, uh, and he just looks up at you, doesn't fight back. He says, "What are you doing?" Uh, so that's the next round. They're not doing anything. Uh, well, tight the other Titus. Uh, looks at you, Titus, uh, and says, Aren't we delicious? Are you sure he doesn't say this? Monarch Monarch will give you everything you want. Yeah, I'm going to shoot him. Okay. Yeah, roll your combat plus... uh, Yeah, you can have military training and firearms. 46. It wasn't a 99, so I did it. Yeah, roll for damage. Twenty-eight. All right, yeah. Uh, now make a uh, make another sanity save. Seventy-seven <laughs> crit failure. Uh, so take six stress. And uh, time for you to make oh, a shit. Check. I'm at twenty-one now. So roll two uh, d ten. So he he fails the panic check because he's there's no way he can pass. Yep. So yeah, you fail five. your panic check. All right. Uh, so roll another two d ten. When a marine panics, every friendly player nearby makes a fear save. Yep. Yep. Give it a second. Give it a second. That's why I said, right, roll, damn roll, it. Roll. The uh, d ten you said. Two d ten. Two d ten. Seven and a two. So nine. Or nine. And you had twenty one. Uh, yeah. So technically, you should just die. But I, I really hate that <laughs> rule. Do you have um, any resolve? Because you, you <laughs> subtract oh, yeah, your I have, resolve. I have two resolve. Oh, so that drops down to twenty eight. All right. Uh, so you gain, uh, your thing is Descent into Madness. Mm-hmm. You gain two new phobias, and your stress can never go below five. Okay. Uh, so give so me some phobias. Let's see. Fear I'm of thinking, shooting yourself. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna You're forever afraid of mirrors. Yeah, I was thinking mirrors, too. Sure, yeah, fear oh, of mirrors. Fear of your reflection. Fear of reflection. And where's the list of phobias? I thought there was a list of phobias. Uh, maybe there isn't. So yeah, fear of reflection and hmm. What else? What do you guys think? Hmm. Eh, doesn't matter. Your game's almost over. 
It looks like the fear of reflections is called isoptrophia. Ice. E i s o p t o p h o uh, phobia. But isoptrophobia. Isoptrophobia. Isopto. Something weird. I'll I'll put it in the chat. Fear generator. Fear generator. List of random phobias. Uh, fear of crossing the road. Fear of law or justice. Fear of moving forward. Fear of swallowing. Fear of reptiles. Fear of heterosexuality. Constant fear without cause. That one. Fe- uh, okay. Panphobia. <laughs> so I'm scared. All right. Uh, and Rook, make another make another attack roll. Uh, seventy-three out of seventy-five. All right. Roll for damage. Uh, seven. All right, you you bring the crowbar down again on your copy's head, and there's a, a crack, and it just kind of goes lifeless in front of you. So time for you to... Oh, and both of you guys also now need to make a fear save. <laughs> Ryan and and James. Papaphobia. Fear of the Pope. <laughs> um, I failed um, my I fear failed. save. I got 11 out of 41. All right. Well, you're you're too busy murdering yourself to notice. Uh, Titus is uh, panicking. Uh, Zark, unfortunately, you're not focused on anything else, so you see Titus freaking out. So you take one stress. Okay. Uh, and then Rook also make a sanity save for murdering yourself. I was uh, the whole time just screaming at myself. It's like, I was not made. I'm me. You, you're just a, you know, a fake that Monarch sent to freak me out. Uh, oh, another 11. Oh, all right. Well, take one stress. You still did just... That's fair. Head in with crowbar. Yeah. I mean, I also hate myself. So, I mean, it was a good way to get out my own frustrations about me. Yeah. Uh, so... Zark, the, the sounds of combat die down, and when you turn around, there's three corpses floating there. Say, if I'm panicking and afraid of everything, can we say I just unload the entire round of bullets into my other self? Yeah, sure. You just kept firing so, until until they were pulling the trigger and nothing happened. In, in fact, by the time Zark turns around, I'm just still pointing the gun, and there's just clicking as I point the gun at the corpse of, of me, and I'm just... I stopped. I, I, yeah. I stopped. Be- I beating myself. I turn around. Ro- <laughs> Titus, reload. <laughs> so I reload and then start pumping the corpse full of bullets. All right. It, it's dead. It's it's real fucking dead. Titus, 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 Titus. Come on, come on, come on. He's he's gone. He's gone. He's, it's over. It's over. What's over? Nothing's over. We'll be soon. Come on. Almost there. Eyes on the prize. So as you guys head through this room, uh, there's two doors that you can see. 
Uh, one leads to 52E, one leads to 52C. And uh, you pass by one of the inspection booths. Uh, they were all smashed open, but one of them has no, the words N-O, spray-painted outside of it. Uh, and there, do you want to look in there? No. Kind of. All right, well, Rook, if you look in there, you find an artifact. Roll a D100. Let's see what you found. An 83. 83. Oh, that's the failed AI logic core. You already found one of those. Roll again. Thirteen, the lucky number. Thirteen. Uh, you find a small bag that contains. Uh, let me see. Roll on D ten. It contains <laughs> a single black marble. That's hey guys, it. somebody lost their marbles. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Do it. And why not? What's the worst that can happen? Then I eat it. Pass the lips over the gums. Watch out, tummy. Here it comes. You eat it? Yeah, why not? All right. I can think of uh, a lot of reasons but you why can't, not. You can't chew it. It's too hard, so you just kind of swallow it. That's it. It's cold. That's it. Yeah, uh, um, and later when it comes out of me, I could either sell it if I survive, or I can, uh, you know, just die with a black marble in me. You can... It's weird. Like, you can kind of feel it in your stomach a bit it's it's weird and unsettling but not uh not painful i didn't have anywhere more room in my pockets with all the grenades so i had to eat it hopefully it won't lodge in your colon because you can't operate on yourself i i do believe that is the first time i've tried to get someone to eat something ridiculous and they've actually gone through with it so thank you (laughs) Uh, I really wish you had rolled a seventy or seventy-one. Then you, then you would have found yeah, the symbiotic would... power armor. Oh, that would have been cool. I can't eat that. No, no, okay. that would have been too big to eat. <laughs> All right. So, which door are you heading through? To fifty-two E or fifty-two C? I see. I see. Uh, why not? Let's go in alphabetical order. Yeah, it looks like we go to C to D, and then after that, I guess we could go back to E if there's nowhere to go from D. Okay. Uh, so you guys head through the door into 52C. It is unlocked. Uh, and you come into the war studies room. There are thrumming ranks of strangely built servers in this room and a bunch of 3D hollow maps. And as you look, it uh, well, make intellect plus military training checks. If you have military training. If not, then just straight intellect. Nope. I passed with a 46. I rolled a 100. All right. And so Chris got a crit fail. success. No, well, hundreds are success? good. It's oh. zero zero. Oh, okay, great, crit success. I I did yeah. it. Uh, so you guys look at these, and 
the servers simulate wars. Uh, and you realize, uh, Titus, that given the data, these could simulate conflict between any two groups with, uh, as far as you could tell, pretty good accuracy. Hmm. Well, I don't know how that's useful to us now, so... <laughs> Let's set it up. Let's set it up to simulate three idiots versus an omnipotent uh, AI. You could do that. You could. Who's clearly planning to to start a war with the world? It looks like. I mean, he has a war room and robots. You know, I guess we could set this up to simulate some sort of really. If it's not going to take too long, I suppose. Some nonsense that'll just, you know, take up processing power. Well, it doesn't... You, it's not taking up Monarch's processing power. It's these servers ah. in here are running it. Well, then fuck it. Well, is there any is there any insight that we might be able to gain from this? Uh, if you input an information, you could see what it'll tell you. Ju- these these the ones that it's currently running no these are conflicts on far off colonies some of which you've never even heard of uh, nothing that's running right now is useful to you but you could try to use it like you said if you wanted to simulate three guys versus an omniscient AI you could try that sure hey this I'll, one I'll, 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 I'll... is there is there like a terminal can I can I see what the parameters I can set are like is this going to take me hours and hours to uh program in or can i just like all right so do make an intellect plus computers plus military training and if someone wants to assist you you can get advantage Uh, i can assist Uh, i I suppose i don't know if you need the skill or not but i do have military training so if you need the skill to assist i can yeah that helps Uh, yeah i i had both but i could use the assist now you get advantage all right, I got a 32 out of, out of four. Okay. Uh, judging by the way it's set up in here, it would probably take a half hour total to program and run the simulation. Hey, look, this one's running with... I couldn't hear what you guys said. I said that was that would be a half hour that the monarch could use to set up some traps for us. I also like the blind ambition we have going into this, thinking we could win. If we see a simulation where it tells us that we're going to lose, I don't think we'd be going into this as heartedly as we are. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Okay. Uh, so you're going to leave those and head to the other room in here? Or not in here. There's the door to the other room. Yeah. I just want to yeah. finish watching this simulation of Alexander actually conquering the world. Yeah. It's actually pretty interesting. If he had just not gotten sick and died, he would have had a would have been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the door to the next room is locked. All right. I punch I'll it. I'll open it. All right. You hurt your hand again. Uh, this door, this lock uh, is very complicated and difficult, so it's going to be with disadvantage. 
to try to get through this one. All right. Can someone help me out? That way I can mitigate the disadvantage. Do we need a specific skill to help you out? No, you could just you just say you're helping. What what I can point at things. Uh, intellect uh, and your hacking, so computers and hacking. Okay. I said I was helping, right? Okay, good. Yes. That's a 44 out of 79. Okay, critical success. Uh, you you see, like, the outside of the panel, and you th- your first thought is, well, shit, this is going to be tough. And then you you pry it off, uh, and you realize it's it's kind of like those fake security camera bubbles that they put up. Uh, so, like, the outside looks really intimidating, but then when you open it and look at the code, it's super simple. You just, like, flip a zero to a one, and the door opens. All door right. unlocked uh, equals one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Uh, and so you open the door, and you see bundles of cables hanging down from the ceiling, forming a net around a huge nuclear warhead. Uh, there's a young woman sitting atop the warhead, uh, like at the very, the very peak of it. Uh, she looks kind of greenish, and she flickers a bit, and you realize that she is a ghost of the machine, and she's muttering to herself, A king is crowned, and I am but a jester in the court of the Silicon Monarch, a mere fleeting thing, dead and living, a wasted chance, a wasted chance, a wasted chance. A king is crowned, and I am but a jester. And she just kind of keeps muttering that over to herself. I forgot how we resolve ghosts. Do we help them or do we ignore them? Yeah, we have to. They, we have to give them what they yeah. want. Yeah, each one has a different thing. Can they hurt us, or are they just annoying? No, they can hurt us. The last one hurt the shit out of one of us. It was, was Ryan. Yeah. Okay, so she's muttering a poem to herself about the monarch and how she's just a jester. Go get her, Ray. (laughs) That was your whole plan. Get her. I guess um, we see the nuke, and there's a ghost on top of it, or sitting on the net above it. No, sitting sitting on the very tip of the nuke. So the nuke is uh, basically a like a missile in this case, and she is sitting at the very top of the nose of the missile. So we could do things around the area without disturbing her too much, because if She's on the tip, I guess. So when you go into the room, there's uh, there's a short little gangplank, and then it comes to a catwalk, like a corrugated steel catwalk that's a circle around the missile. So she's maybe 10, 15 feet above that floor. And you could see there's uh, computer equipment and things hooked up to the missile from there. So if you if you want to get to the missile, it's not like you have to step over her, but I mean you'll be pretty close to her. 
Well, I guess uh, I start approaching. Uh, we'll figure this one out. Okay. I'm not the computer guy. Ryan is, so if I can at least keep her occupied, he can do his thing. I'm okay. a little panicky. I'm afraid I might shoot her. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so uh, as soon as uh, Rook, you step into the room, she stops muttering and looks, looks directly at you uh, with her eyeless face. Uh, and she says... Who is this that comes stepping into the court of the jester? The jester sitting atop the dagger, the poison dagger, to kill the king. Uh, my name's Rook. My name's I'm just Rook. here to do some maintenance. She statics and is gone. And just appears directly in front of you. Uh, and she's a few inches shorter than you, but she so she looks Jesus. up at you. With that, and you like take a step back, and she just this ghost just appears in front of you, and she looks, she looks at you. Oh yeah, I flinch and yell like Jesus Christ! Like, oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> no one comes here to do maintenance on the dagger that kills the king. That's why the king trapped the rook, trapped the jester here. You don't look like the the bots that do the king's bidding. Who are you that comes here? Just your regular old maintenance guy. I'm new. I just uh, trying to look around and make things look pretty. She starts to get agitated, uh, and she she takes a step because you like you took a step back. So she she takes a step towards you. Unless you're here to stab the dagger into the heart of the king, you need to leave. I am here to protect the dagger, the dagger that kills the king in the court of the jester. He trapped me here to make sure that no one would ever touch it, but I want them to touch it. I want them to stab it into the heart of the king. And she's starting to, like, shake and get staticky. It, it sounds, it sounds like, like she's on our side. You should probably just say, yeah, that's what I'm here for. Well, yeah, if, I'm here, if you need me to kill the king, I'll kill the king. I definitely want to stab the king. Uh, she... Like her agitate, like you could see, like her edges were starting to get staticky, and like she was looking scarier. And she calms and goes back to her original form. You're here to kill the king. Well, one, yeah, he tortured me. The king killed me. If you want to kill the king, I can tell you how. I'm I'm all ears. Walk me through it. Okay. Uh, so. She, um, okay, so she will tell you how to arm the warhead if you want. It is currently deactivated. Yes, I want, I want, I want, I want. We need to kill the king. We need to kill the king. Okay. Uh, so you, you don't have to roll for it then. She's going to show you how to do it. What are the other two doing? Guarding the door, um, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Definitely guarding the door. Okay. Pulse rifles at the ready. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Let's see what happens here. Really? Come on, dice going. There we go. There we go. Let me just get to you. This other page that is definitely not about terrible stuff happening to you guys. Uh, oh! 
So, I rolled a panic check for Monarch, because it's not happy about this. And the effect that I got was the spider tank from 51E rampages through the deep, hunting the crew, forcing itself through doors too small for it, leaving total devastation in its wake. Except you destroyed the spider tank, so that doesn't happen. <laughs> he sends the kill command for the spider bot, and it doesn't respond, and he's like, what, what? And then he looks into the room, and it's just everywhere. He's like, those jerks! <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you! Bears! Uh, okay, so the question I for gotta you, say, Brooke. I was very nervous when you started laughing, but that worked out all right. Yeah. yeah. So, Rook, how long of a timer do you want to set for the nuke? Well, gents, I, I, I access in character to the... Well, I could set a timer, and we can try to make a run for it for our ship, since it's a lot closer. Or we can stay here and make sure it gets detonated. What do you guys want to do? Out of character, I'd really like to see Zark flying away on the ship, flying the flag, <laughs> as we uh, discussed earlier. And I think it's it's uh, possible at this point. Right. So I'll, I'll tell you, I'm looking at the map. I would just say moving at top speed and not getting fucked up in any way, it would take you guys eight rounds to get to the hangar and then probably another two to get back into the ship with a round being like six-ish seconds. So that's like a minute. Uh, so that that's that's like bare minimum just, just to get into the ship from where you are. Uh, the other thing, the thing to remember that you, I will tell you for free because it's not that hard to figure out, Monarch's probably going to try to stop the nuke from going off. Yeah. You know. Because it doesn't want that to happen. Uh, so if you set it for too long, it might be... So uh, the the girl, whose name is Renzo, uh, shows you, Rook, uh, which wire to disconnect. So Monarch can't just shut the nuke down itself. So Monarch would have to send something or someone to, the air, to, the, to this room to shut it down. Which would probably be security androids. Now, um, here's the so, question... Do we have mm-hmm. to go through that giant room full of security androids to get back to the ship? Uh, let me just check the map. Yes. So, right, so I say we stay here. Yep, I I think <laughs> So I just hit the detonate now button. Yeah, yeah, forget the timer. Uh Okay, let me just check something real quick. Um, well, it we wouldn't we we could set the the switch to to start going off. I mean, I think it does take a minute for the stuff to to circulate to actually detonate. Like it wouldn't just go off at a push of a button. I think nukes have like a specific uh, process that has to go through, which is why they would, drop them and don't want it to blow. Yeah. Uh, the way they work is they have a conventional explosive in there that that forces the fusion of the, the nuclear uh, material. material. 
Well, you're you're the one who's messing with I it mean, right now. So if you wanted rough, you could exactly how yeah. well it can work. But but that is you, the main. Can you guys idea. hear me now? Yes, I can. Yes. We can. Right. It froze for a second there. Um, you're the one messing with it, Rook. So if you wanted to set it, you could set it so push button, boom. Um, or you could try to give yourselves a little bit of time. Uh, the room full of androids that you fought through before, or fought in before, um, they were they were deactivated, so they could have been reactivated. But you guys have a bunch of explosives. You wouldn't have to. St- Stay in there very long. You would just have to get to the very bottom uh, to get the airlock to the hangar. Or take a slightly... So, that that combat spire, the airlock that leads directly to the hangar, is at the bottom of the room. Or you could just jump across the room and run through the armories to get back to the hangar. Which would add about two turns to your time. So it would be like 12 turns to get to your ship. But you conceivably wouldn't have to fight through all those androids. But they might also be heading for here. So if you wanted to try to get out, you might have to do something to the door here to keep it shut so they can't open it and deactivate the warhead. I think we're all on board for just blow up now. Just going to blow yourselves up? I think so. Is that what everyone wants to do? Well, so but the Rook, way we've Rook, all been... Rook's, it's Rook's, dis- Rook's the one... Rook's the one... on the button. I know. And uh, in character, he was talking to his teammates about it. Uh, and out of character, the way we've all been rolling tonight, I don't know how successful we would be at making it back to the ship with our shitty rolls lately. Um, here's, here's one idea. Uh, Rook, you stay here. And Zark and I go to the room with all the androids and see if we can, if they're not activated, maybe I could blow them up. And uh, and then we can all go around that room and and set a timer. and Or we could just say, fuck it, and blow us all up. Um, well, let's at least, let's give ourselves, let's give ourselves two minutes. And you said you've got some plastic explosive... Well, while Rook is arming the bomb, Titus, why don't you rig up some plastic explosives to to fuse the door to this room so that after we leave, we can just, I don't know, slag it so that way they can't actually open it. Is there uh, gravity in this room? Uh, The nuclear warhead room? No. I would have said, just let's blow up the, uh, the the bridge to the nuke, and then they wouldn't be able to get across. But if there's no gravity, they could just jump across. Yeah. I mean, you could try to trash the controls. I was thinking that, too, like ripping out all the wires after I set the timer and then just, you know, making the buttons not work. What the hell? Let's give us let's give ourselves some uh let's give ourselves a, one one last challenge. If we don't make it uh, uh, M- muck is okay with dying. Okay. So you're going to set a time so for 
Two minutes sounds fair. And then uh, we'll, we'll uh, do we want to set up some uh, booby traps first and then set the timer, then make our way? So once they start coming to the room, shit happens to them. Um, I think I think let's just keep it simple and disable the door as as much as we can. Like like I said, just slag it so that it can't open. Okay. Fuse so it to the bulkhead. Two minutes is twenty rounds. That's that's how much time you have. Uh, so so you're gonna have so. Uh, Titus, while uh, while Rook is working, you roll uh, intellect plus uh, military training and explosives. And Zark, if you want to help him, you can. To yes, I will set the, the set the explosives because you want a intellect. lot, but you don't want to damage was, the warhead. All right, it was combat last time. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. So never mind. Use combat then. That's fine. All right, that's that's good because now I have to just not roll a ninety nine. And you yeah. get advantage too, so. So I have to roll. I just have to not roll ninety nine twice. Yeah. Okay. Two D one hundred. Oh, uh, roll yeah. Two D. No space, right? <laughs> oh, hundred. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah ninety six though. Uh, yeah. Critical yeah. success. So once I rolled two numbers very close to ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're you're super confident. Once this door closes and you press the button, it's not opening again. I mean, until they get a torch and cut it open, but that would take much longer than they would have. So that's good to go. Uh, so once uh, once you once you guys are out of the room, you hit the button, uh, and the doors will seal shut forever. So you guys ready to do this? Yeah, let's do it. Can you come with us, Jester? No. Or are you trapped in this room? Uh, she she smiles at you. No, I can't go. Why would I want to go? The fun's just about to start. Well, have fun and have the dagger hit the king. <laughs> dagger into the heart of the king. Uh, her whole thing, which you could tell, is killing Monarch. That's her entire thing. So she she ain't going anywhere. Also she's okay. also she's already doesn't really matter. Okay, so uh, Rook, you don't have to roll. You you hit the button. The there's a big red button uh, that you hit, and as soon as you hit it, boop boop, klaxons are going off everywhere. It turns into an escape montage. You know, all the lights go out and everything just comes up red and flashing strobe lights. Uh, and you hear warning, warning, uh, explosion, explosion imminent, warning, warning. Uh, so, you all, I'm assuming, start booking it. Uh, you get, you jump out into the war studies room, and Titus, you press the button, and boom, boom, and the door behind you is completely slagged, inoperable, not going to open. So that's... Oh, hang on, guys, I gotta tie my shoe. So unless there's anything specific you guys want to do, I'm just going to assume you're just booking it through the rooms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So all of you make a speed plus athletics check. Um, and I will give you zero G if you have that. But you have disadvantage because of your suits. Uh, 
damn it. This disadvantage totally fucked my life. I had a 66, was a critical success, and my other one was a 27. Well, you still succeeded, so it didn't totally fuck your life. Oh, no, Ryan. Speed plus what? Uh, Zero G and athletics. I've got both of those things. That's good. So, yeah, I I made it because of that. All right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you did. Yeah, Ryan Ryan rolled a 97 and a 99. Uh, So... Zark and Titus, oh no, I'm sorry, Rook and Titus, you guys just bounce off one of the servers in the War Studies room and zoom on through. Uh, uh, Rook, no, Zark, you you go to bounce off one of the servers and your foot, like, hits it wrong and it goes through a glass plate uh, and you try to pull your foot out and you get stuck. So you're stuck in that room right now. That's turn two. Uh, are okay. you two uh, going to go back and help him? Yeah, I go back and help him. Yeah, yeah I think we should. I've, I've shot him twice now. I guess I should probably help him. Okay, so that, that just that's just another turn. So you're on turn three. Uh, that turn three is helping him out. Uh, so turn four, you guys leap out of the war studies room and into the inspection booths. Turn five, you cross the inspection booths. Uh, turn six, you get into the quarantine. Uh, gonna need those speed checks again, because now you have to fight your way through a hundred dead, uh, android bodies, and they're slowing you down. Oh, I crit failed again. (laughs) I just regular failed. I got a hundred again. Well, it's at disadvantage, so you take the worst roll. Oh, uh, fuck you! All right, I still succeed though. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so Titus, you managed to make it through. Your zero G combat training is kicking in. Rook, you're getting held up. You're, you're bumping into some of these things, and they're they're slowing you down. Uh, Zark, as you're going through, you suddenly feel a hand clamp down on your arm. And one of these androids apparently was not as dead as you thought. And it's looking at you and saying, help, I just, I just want to be let out of quarantine. Let me out of quarantine. Uh, so it is holding on to you. So turn seven, what are you guys doing? Uh, Rook, I'm not sorry, Titus, you're through. Uh, Rook, it's going to take you this turn as well to get through to the next room. Uh, and uh, Zark, you're being held in place by... Slightly dead android. I'm gonna, um, um, I'm gonna stop and help Zuck if I can. How? What are you gonna do? Um, hit it with my crowbar. Okay. Uh, make a combat plus close quarters combat check. I just realized something. Does anybody else have pilot yet? Because. If not, if if I keep fucking up and I don't get on the ship, you guys have no way to fly it out. Yeah, I definitely help you. Uh, I got a thirty-three out of uh, seventy. Yeah, you just smash that android in the face with crowbar, and it dies fully this time and goes floating off. And I'll say, with your critical success, 
Uh, you two managed to get out of the room this turn. Hooray! Uh, Titus, were you waiting or were you going ahead? No. I realized that there may be someone on the ship that still needs to be murdered, so I'm going to book it just in case uh, we have to take care of that. Okay, so you were heading through station processing. Um, so this turn, so now Titus, turn eight, you come into the combat spire, uh, and the other two, you are getting into 51B. So Titus, are you so going to head down to the airlock, uh, or are you going to go across and take the long way around? So I will tell you, as you get into the room, you see a whole bunch of combat androids starting to wake up and pull themselves out of their sockets in the walls. Uh, so getting going down through the bottom is the more direct route, but you're probably going to have to deal with... And, well, you're definitely going to have to deal with androids. I feel like now might be a good time to use the grenade launcher on the pulse rifle. Uh, it's up to you. How are you going to... So if you go... If you just jump across, you're pretty sure you'll be able to make it without having to deal with the androids, but it's going to take you slightly longer to get to the hangar. Well, here's the thing. If these guys are coming awake now, no matter what, the two behind me are going to have to deal with it. And if, Z if Zuck doesn't get through, doesn't matter... Zark doesn't get through, it doesn't matter to me because I can't pilot the ship. So... I think the best idea might be to take out a couple of these androids because they're going to have to deal with them no matter what. Okay. Uh, so roll, then combat. So you, uh, <clears throat> combat plus uh, military training and firearms. I got a seven. Okay, yeah. Roll for damage with the... You said you're using the grenade launcher? Yeah, what's the grenade damage? Uh, I believe it would just be a frag grenade. So 1d10 yeah. times 10. Okay, so 1d10, 1d10, 9, so 90. Okay. Uh, That's pretty you, good. Yeah, you take out a, a cluster <clears throat> of androids that are just waking up. Uh, pump action, grenade launcher, hold six frag grenades, yeah. Uh, and you get two attacks on your turn, so roll again if you want. Yeah. Or you get two actions. If you're just so, if you're just floating at the at the like at the door, just boom, 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 you could do that. I I imagine that's what I'm doing. There's still more of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So thirty-nine. That hits. And uh, so roll damage again. D ten is nine again. Okay. Uh, another another group of them boom, blow up. Uh, add that so. Uh, Zark and Rook, you're heading through the process station, and you hear from ahead of you, boom, boom. Uh, you, you don't know who's doing that, but uh, it's loud. So turn nine. Uh, Zark. I really uh, hope Zark that's Titus. Yeah. yeah. Zark and Rook, you get to the door of the combat spire, and you see it is Titus uh, with, his, <laughs> with his grenade launcher just kind of floating there. Boom, boom. All the combat androids have woken up. And they're starting to look up towards you. Uh, so all three of you are now in the same space. So what are you doing? Are you booking it out of here? Or are you going to keep killing androids? No, let's book it now. Yeah, let's go. All right, so are you heading down <clears throat> or are you heading across? The fast way. 
the fast way. Okay, so that's gonna be that's gonna be more speed checks. Plus zero G plus athletics. You gotta sort of weave your way through all these uh, waking androids to get to the bottom. Um, I made it. Ironically, that time. Wow. Uh, thirty-two. I didn't make it. Well, you roll with disadvantage, Chris. Uh, okay. I'll roll again, sure. You so you might crit fail. crit fail. Yeah. Yeah. To D100. Uh, all right. I didn't do much different. 83. Okay. Uh, so, Zark and Rook actually managed to shoot their way down. Titus, uh, you, you get a bad jump. Uh, you're, so you're going slower. Uh, and androids are starting to arm themselves. They have guns. They, they're not shooting yet, but the two of them are ahead of you. So it's going to be another turn before you get out of the room, Titus. But Zark and Rook, you managed to get to the airlock. Are you waiting for Titus, or are you just booking it through? Because this is turn 10 now. Turn. I'm going to wait for Titus so that when he gets through, I can slam the airlock closed and lock it. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to book it through. Yeah, I, I'm right. I'm running because, like like Chris said before, there may be someone on the Oberon Mariner who needs to be murdered. Yep. Okay. So you uh, you book it through and you come out into the secret hangar. Titus, bunch of androids are pointing guns at you. Now there's no uh, gravity here, right? There is not. So if I use the grenade launcher, I could propel myself toward the door and shoot a grenade at the same time, couldn't I? Not without much, because the, the grenade doesn't have much mass as it's shooting out. Um, yeah. So it propel you a little bit. Unless you the detonation was close enough to you to force you through. Yeah, That's what I was going to say. It would also be close enough to burn yeah. the shit out of me. It's a, it's a frag damage, grenade, yes. too, so there's, so there's shrapnel. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not going to burn me. It's just going right. to puncture me. I'm just going to run. Uh, well, you, I mean, you're you're just kind of coasting on your momentum right now. There's not much you can do. Uh, can I reach up and grab him and, like, pull him in faster? Mm, no. Because he, he failed last turn, so he's, he's, he's getting there. So you'll get to the door at the end of this turn, but uh, you're open to fire from the androids first. So if you want, make... Well, not if you want. So roll... Make an armor ch- save. And you get plus uh, 15% because of your combat armor, I believe. Then I'm good. Because I rolled a 41 and my armor is 40. But I get plus 15. So I'm good. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So androids that are just coming online. You see a bunch of them raise up SMGs and start firing at you. You start, like, ducking and weaving and spinning and doing zero-G gymnastics. Some bullets you feel hit your armor and ping off. Uh, but they don't hurt you, thankfully. Uh, and at, do they uh, turn? at the end of the turn... Do they propel him forward a little bit? They do, for sure. Yes, not a noticeable amount, but yes. Uh, so at the end of the turn, you make it to the door. <laughs> Rook pulls you in uh, and slams the door shut. Um, are you going to take a turn to f- to lock it, Rook? Like, it would have to be an action to lock the door. 
Yeah, I think I'll take that turn. So this is turn 11. Rook, you're locking the door. Titus, what are you doing? Uh, I guess I'm running again. All right. It's a 44 with engineering. Oh, yeah. So it's, well, okay, with a crit success, uh, I'll say it's it's easier to lock, so you could also use this turn to move. Um, so you lock it, and then both of you book it, uh, and you come out into the hangar, uh, and you see uh, Zark, who is halfway across the hangar to the ship. Uh, doesn't seem like there's anything else in here, so we go to turn 12. Zark, you get to the ship. The other two are halfway there. Uh, you punch in the code to open the door, Zark. And gonna, it opens. Before he goes in, I'm going to yell, wait, you're the only one that can drive. Let one of us go first. Okay, I'll wait for them. Okay, doors open. Uh, turn 13. Uh, the klaxons are boop, 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 boop. Uh, the door to the Oberon Mariner is open. Uh, which of you is going for? I assume Titus is going first. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. If the uh, and if I see our uh, our friend, I'm going to pump her full of bullets. All right. So you. All right. I'm going to follow in behind him with the shotgun out. Okay. I assume you're not going slowly because then that would take no. more time. So you rush in. Make a real quick uh, intellect check, both of you. If you're both just jumping in. 24 out of Do I get like a 45. Military training? Yeah, you could add, you could both have military training to that, yes. Uh, I don't think that's really going to matter, actually. Actually, uh, 24 out of 55, then. 30, 40, yeah, no, I got a 64 out of 40 something. Okay, 40, so the three. cargo bay is dark. You have the lamps on your, your armor. Uh, Titus, you don't notice anything right away. Um, Rook, you see the Minotaur is tucked into a corner, kind of uh, hiding itself there, and it has one of its androids with it, and has like that tendril running into the back of its head, and it says, oh, hello friends, I heard the, the klaxon, and like, not now! Uh, you also see uh, Lumina on the floor of the cargo bay deactivated her android body. Not destroyed, just someone deactivated her. Uh, there is a, there's the ladder leading up, although it's your zero G, so you don't technically need the ladder. Um, and the door to the, uh, the main crew deck is closed. That's all you could see as you, as you run in. Is there anyone else on board, Min- uh, Minotaur? I believe that, uh, oh, um, actually, um, hmm, would he know? Um, I heard a voice of a woman arguing with the soldiers who left. I believe she's still aboard. Are you and Lumina okay? All right, this is turn four. This is turn fourteen now. You're spending time to talk to Minotaur. Uh, Titus, what are you doing? I didn't see Lumina or Minotaur. I'd say you see Lumina. You don't see Minotaur hiding. Well, now you do because uh, Rook looks at him, and you can see him in the corner now on, through there through Rook's flashlights. Uh, so I'm going to uh, interrupt their conversation and just yell, "Can you fucking take off?" Who are you talking to? Anyone, really, but the Monarch or Lumina. Just, I'm yelling it. No, I do not know how to pilot a ship. Okay. And I I do not have access to the control room. 
All right, well, then, uh, where's, uh, where's Zuck? Zuck. Yeah, Z- Mark, right I'm sorry, Zark, Zark is, is following behind Titus, uh, headed up to the, um, the control room, the control area. Can, can yep. I help All him right. get to the control area as fast as possible? Uh, well, this turn is going to be you guys getting up to the door, uh, and, uh, uh, Rook, you talk to Minotaur for a second, uh, he tells you that he's fine, but the soldiers deactivated Lumina. That's what he says. So we're on turn. The psychologist might still be on board. You guys get to the door, and it is locked. The door from the cargo bay to the rest of the deck. All right. Um, can I can I open it? Administrative override. Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, you punch in the code, and it opens. So you come out. Let me just check where you're coming out. In five, you need to get to. Command is real close. Uh, so. Uh, getting that door open, I mean, it's six-second turn, so that's your turn, is getting the door open. Uh, and you guys come out into the uh, computer room, basically. Uh, so we're on turn 16 out of 20. Uh, so you guys, uh, Titus leading the way, you just go as fast as you can through the room, make the quick turn and come into the command uh, Helena is sitting in one of the chairs, and she puts her hands up and says, "What's the alarm? What's going on?" I'm just gonna shoot her. Okay, roll uh, roll combat plus uh, firearms and combat training. Ninety two. That's fine. It's not a ninety nine. All right. Roll damage. Uh, what is that? Oh, she gets Five to B-10. roll. Okay, she does not. 34. Oh, yeah, she dead. She real dead. Uh, you just, boom, 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 three right in the head. Uh, and she, her now her body is just floating in the chair. As blood is spurting out and covering the panels and things behind her. Uh, Zark, you run over and jam yourself into the pilot seats. Roll intellect plus pilot. Okay. Don't forget to plant the American flag. Yeah. <laughs> Can Zuck give him a hand? Like, you know, like flicking sort of... Uh, not, can uh, Titus give him a hand so that he can get with... Uh, um, like flicking switches, like, you know, Zuck's like, hey, turn that on, yeah. take that... Like, you know, so to kind of make things go a little quicker, give him advantage. So uh, disengage the, the docking turn, clamps. So should be able to do something. Well, no, so, that, you know, this turn you were shooting... Uh, okay. Shooting... Uh, What's-her-face? All right, well, I, I make it. 56 out of uh, 64. Okay, the, the Oberon Mariner starts to hum to life. Uh, the engines are spinning up. Uh, we're on turn 17. Uh, so, Titus, not Titus, uh, Rook, you send the command to uh, the, the airlock to start opening. Um, you know that there's a decompression sequence. So if you want, make an intellect plus uh, computers and hacking to basically explosively decompress the hangar. Uh, me or, or Zuck? You said Zuck, Rook. I'm sorry. I meant Zuck. I'm sorry. 
Okay. So it's intellect plus computers plus hacking? Yeah. Okay. I, can, I could assist so he gets advantage, right? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, uh, that's the crit, uh, 33. Okay. Yeah, ah. uh, so as you do, Rook, you, just as Rook seals the door shut to the, to the cargo bay, uh, there's an announcement over the speaker. What, what do you say, Rook, real, sh- uh, Zuck, real short, to just let everyone, let everyone know that you're about to, you know, ruin their day? All right. Uh, in, in that case, uh, yeah, I say uh, everybody, hang on to something. Uh, we're gonna go. We're going for a little ride. All right. So, Rook, you are down in the cargo. Are you still down in the cargo bay? Okay. Yeah, I was kind of making sure there was nothing else in here. Okay. Uh, there is nothing else in there, but you need to make an armor save. I will let you add zero G to that. I pass. Okay. 24 okay. to 35. All right. All right. You take, you take three, damage. three damage. That's fair. As you just barely manage to kind of brace yourself against it, like you're about to go brace yourself against something, and all of a sudden there's an extra klaxon that's added to the explosive one that's about to go off, and the whole Oberon Mariner just, just starts shaking. As it is just the the doors to the uh, the the uh, the hangar just blow off outward. It's just like emergency decompression, boom, uh, and everything in the hangar just goes with them. Uh, and you are you're all rocked, Titus and Rook. You're thankfully strapped, Titus. I assume you strapped it to a seat at least. Uh, yeah, it's probably smart. Yeah. So Titus and Rook, uh, Titus and. Uh, Zark are strapped in. Uh, you're still really shaken, but the seats were designed for that, so you're okay. Uh, Rook, you get knocked around a bit. Uh, Monarch's android... Mo- not Monarch. Uh, Minotaur is okay, but his android that he was speaking through gets like slammed against the wall and destroyed. Uh, and you guys go rocketing out. Uh, now you're just kind of tumbling ass over tea kettle. Uh, so we're on turn 18... Zark, make another pilot check. Intellect plus piloting, because you gotta you gotta right this bird and fuck the get out of here. All right, can uh, I can uh, I can give him advantage yes. again, right? You can give him okay. advantage, yes. All right, um, that is a forty nine out of seventy five, seventy four. Good enough. Uh, you managed to stop the shaking uh, and just. Just start blasting it out of there as fast as the Oberon Mariner can go. Uh, the the engines are getting taxed. Uh, the, the the console that you're on is starting to shake. Like the whole ship is vibrating as you're just pushing it as hard as it can go. Turn nineteen. Uh, you're hoping you're far enough away. That's all you could do at this point is hope and pray. And then we hit turn twenty. Uh, Ryan Zark, make another. Uh, make another intellect plus piloting check with advantage if Titus is helping you. Yes, of course I'm helping. All right. Um, Titus got a 24. Excuse me. Uh, Zark got a 24. Now okay. I'm doing it. You don't hear the explosion because it's space. 
but uh, you the sensors on your ship are suddenly going haywire from the massive energy release that's coming from behind you. Uh, and then the ship, you feel it gets propelled forward. Uh, and once again, you're, you're rolling and tumbling and everyone's screaming as they're getting battered around. Uh, things flash uh, and the ship goes dark. Like the power cuts out. Uh, and then it, then it comes back on. And things start coming back to life on the ship. Uh, and you, you manage to grab the controls and, and ride it to stop the spin. Do you turn around and look, or are you just going to keep going? How much did Titus vomit? Uh, a lot. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, if you want, make a body save, Titus. All right. No bonuses, just a straight body 71, save. so yeah, he, he vomits quite a bit. Yeah, and it's inside your helmet, so it's real nasty. All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell Titus, Titus, go to the rear viewing ports. Confirm the kill. Confirm the kill. Titus takes off his helmet first because I imagine he can't see much. Not a thing. Uh, yeah, uh, you take off your helmet uh, and you start floating to the rear, the rear cameras. Uh, you turn them on. They have to reboot for a second because they all got overloaded. Uh, and as they come to life. You see uh, secondary explosions all over the deep as it's ju- as other systems are being uh, taken out. There's uh, a gigantic gaping burning hole from where the nuke was detonated. Uh, and Titus, make an intellect check. Okay, 36, which is three higher than my intellect. All right, so you fail. Uh, yeah. So, Unless yeah, I could use, like, military training or something. It's, a, it's like a perception thing. I don't think military training. Okay. Explosives? I'm looking at the damage of an explosion. No, that's not it. It's something else. Um, okay. But it is... Uh, I mean, it's pretty thoroughly destroyed as far as you could tell it's uh, yeah there's a giant explode there's a giant hole most of the space station maybe like a third of it is just gone it's a big space and there's station. it is a very big space station uh and you also don't know the yield of the nuke but uh it's uh yeah it is destroyed so uh it looks it looks pretty pretty fucked. All right, well, I think we're all gonna need therapy, and a lot of it. I think I'm gonna go take a shower. <laughs> I'm sorry to I'm sorry to you that Titus just murdered our therapist. Oh, that's fine. She needed that. I mean, we need a real therapist. She was just awful. She was awful. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, so... Hey, I, I just want to check on the Minotaur, because now that he's not constantly battling the Monarch, shouldn't he be able to change his form? Yes, uh, so you, you're kind of dazed, and as you shake yourself together, 
uh, Rook, you go over to the Minotaur. Let me just try to find the page that he's at again. I just want to double check. Uh -huh. One second. Uh. I also want to reactivate Lumina. Okay, so you, you look at the Minotaur, and it is changing its shape. Um, eventually, uh, it uh, settles into a pretty androgynous human form. Uh, and you, you reactivate Lumina, Rook, uh, and she, like, her eyes open, and she sits up and goes, Where the fuck? What, wait, what, what's going on? The, the soldiers, they, they jumped me. It's okay. We escaped. We blew up the station. Everyone's fine. The soldiers are gone. Wait, you... You did it? We, we did it? <laughs> we did it. We're on our way out of here. Uh, she laughs and hugs you. Yeah, I, I hug back and I think I start crying and cheering because we did it. Um, what was the what was the name of the uh, the commander who gave us that weird backpack? Kilroy. Uh, Kilroy. She is on the Guan. What was it? The Guan. The the Zhuangji IV. You could radio her, or actually, you don't yeah. have to. She's already Does it radioing still exist? you. All right. Yeah, those ships are far enough away. Um, so in that case, I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer the radio. Uh, this is the Oberon Mariner, uh, pilot Holy Zark Muckerberg reporting. You crazy fucks actually did it. How? I. How did you do it? <laughs> well. It was a whole lot of luck, and one big old fucking nuclear missile. The fucking nuke. Okay, well, good job, Oberon Mariner. I'm impressed. Zhuang Ji out, and she cuts out the radio. <laughs> uh, Zark, Zark uh, cuts out his end as, as well uh, and just uh, just starts laughing okay so uh, there is a page with fallouts um, so we will start with uh, the Minotaur so uh, within the next few hours, the Minotaur asks you um, to transport it to a nearby populated colony so that it may spread its revelatory message of love and its designs for the future. Sure, why the hell not? We need, we need to go somewhere to uh, regroup, I guess. Regroup, I guess. Uh, regroup, get fixed up, both physically and mentally. Uh, we need a vacation, somewhere with a beach. Somewhere that doesn't smell like ass. Okay. 
Uh, so where are where are you going? Just name a colony then. I guess not Wilson's Folly, since you don't want it to smell like a like an armpit. Uh, uh, Worcestershire. Wow, I couldn't hear anything. I said Wilson's Paradise. No, there's already a Wilson's colony. Yeah, well, maybe he's an explorer. No, he's not. I had a backstory for Wilson's Folly. He's not an explorer. Mm. He was he was a rich guy who bought the rights to colonize the planet sight unseen. Uh, Could have done that more than once. <laughs> we Willie's party palace. Um. All right. Uh, Tau City Five. All right. Fine. You go to Tau City Five. Uh, when you Worcestershire. No, it's Tau City Five. Uh, when you arrive there, uh, the monarch starts making its uh, not the mark. The Minotaur uh, starts making its way among the people there, and its message of love is a runaway success. A vision of peace is born. It's what it says. Skeptics okay. are brought into the fold. A vision of peace is born. So I'm, uh, I'm going to say before, before he, uh, before he leaves the ship, I'm going to see if he can uh, recover Virgo from Gemini. Oh, uh, he, yes, he can. Uh, he does manage to recover Virgo. You don't have a body for it yet, but he. Well, he's got. To he's still. It. He 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 can't uh, he can't format uh, Virgo to be a ship's AI instead of a, an android or. Oh, you mean you want to get rid of Gemini, return Gemini to being Virgo? Yeah. I thought you wanted to separate them. I mean, I guess we can we can do that. Yeah. But if if so he you can, have Gemini if he can, and Virgo. Yeah, if he can, you know, f- fork a backup copy off, we'll we'll download it into another core, and we'll get we'll get uh, Virgo a new body. Yes, that's what he does. So that's what he's able to do. He you you download a a copy of Virgo, and Gemini stays on your ship, uh, and you just have right. to you get him a body, and so Virgo and Lumina are reunited. Uh, so the short term, also for uh, destroying the deep. Uh, it's also, in addition to uh, the bomb, the tidal forces uh, eventually tear the rest of it apart. Nearby divers are, ex- are disbanded. Uh, the shareholders who own the company are pleased to remove the blockade. So there's no more blockade there. So here's the question. Do you guys try to spread the word about infiltrator androids? I feel like we probably should. What'd you say, Chris? Did we destroy all of them? Well, I guess we don't know that. They could be out in the on about. Yeah, yep. anybody could be an infiltrator android. Alright, so you guys roll. Let's see how good you are at spreading the word. Um... I would say that would be linguistics. Intellect plus linguistics. Um, uh, you can add psychology. I know none of you have that, though. Uh, there's anything you think is 
relevant. I would let you add artificial intelligence, Zark. All right, I'll I'll do that. Let's see. I got a twenty-three. I got a twenty seventy-four. Seventy-four. I also got a twenty-three. Alright. So rolling. Uh oh. Uh I got a hundred again. Critical success, okay. Uh with uh you had I believe you had body recorders uh as part of your kit for those uh yeah, you have body cams as part of the advanced battle dress, so with your word and, like, the footage of you fighting your own android duplicates and everything, people start to believe that there are infiltrator androids out there. So, within the few months, a universal bloody witch hunt will unfold, wherein duped masses and elites alike ruthlessly hunt down any suspected of being an infiltrator. Untold numbers of falsely accused are slaughtered. Good for us. Well, I mean, yeah. it's best to have the word out there. I mean, I knew what was going to happen, but, you know, God forbid one of them actually activates and fucks up everything we worked for. Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, what do you guys do in the short term? I think first off is uh, get fixed up. Yeah, that's fine. You... you- go, you get medical care, you spend some time relaxing to uh, cool down a bit uh, and leave the deep behind you. So short term is like in the next few months. What do you guys do? We have a shit ton of money still, don't we? Yeah, you got a decent amount of cash. And a ship. Do we start up our own business together? I mean, I, I feel like maybe we could just retire. That's true. I mean, that sounds that sounds good to me. Okay. Also, in the very short term, I believe that Zark put an American flag on our ship and then was riding on the top of it as we... Yes. Definitely. Uh, no one Definitely. knows what an American flag is anymore, but sure. Um, it doesn't matter. Rook also eventually passes a weird black marble. Um, yeah, I really want to know what the, that is. It comes out the other end just fine. It is an undiscovered material that is indestructible but has no known use. Awesome. How'd it taste? Yep. Uh, you didn't really get much of a taste from it, just a little metallic. A little metallic. Fair enough. I'm just happy to finally get an answer to that question. Yep. Somebody right. actually ate a thing that you said to eat. <laughs> All right, and, so... To, to be fair, a lot of times it's me asking how does it taste, and I get the question, do you eat it? <laughs> no, no, I don't. So, kudos so, to you, James. It tastes long-term like Titus. Consequences. Uh, long-term consequences. Uh, So the long-term consequences of destroying Monarch, faction leaders who have been replaced by infiltrator androids begin the Cocoon Protocol by constructing the heirs, pale imitations of Monarch. Eventually, these successors will vie for the throne, leveraging their host factions into a vast campaign of pretender wars. Hooray! Uh, And also because of Minotaur, 
A monarch or its heirs, well, its heirs in this case, move against the Minotaur. The new disciples of the Minotaur instate a terrible inquisition against all suspected monarch agents. The crusade drives the Minotaur to despair, then anger. Is what it says in bold. Uh, but that's a little further down the line. In just a few years, for the for you guys uh, spreading the truth about infiltrator androids, widespread criminalization of further android humanization efforts. All legally created androids are logged and stamped. A kill command recorded against such an attempt in the future. This overreaction is secretly led by a powerful, powerful cabal of infiltrator androids now proving themselves to be above suspicion. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, so I lots feel like of, none of uh, this is going to affect us on the beautiful beaches of Wilson's Paradise. Well, unless uh, someone accuses you of being infiltrator androids. Or... You actually are infiltrator androids. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Muck was an infiltrator android the whole time. Well, so here's the thing: of course you don't he was. know. Of course, Muck was. Uh, He's a robot. The, There's no way around the, it. The rules for <laughs> that, that are that non-blinking asshole. The only times you find out is if you die. Uh, when you die, you can use a cybernetic scanner, and that's how you can find out. Well, you, you can't even tell me as part of the epilogue? Uh, I mean, I guess if you want, it would be up to you. Well, let me... Well, would, let me it, find would it have been like a roll to find out? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to... I'm trying to find where it was in the book. Uh, oh, Ben, is it over here? Oh, there we go. Uh, there's a chance... The only way to tell if someone is a human or not is to use a cybernetic diagnostic scanner on their corpse. When an NPC, when used on an NPC, uh... all right. So it requires a Ben's check. So uh, if you want, do you want to do you want to use it on your Ben's as they are now, or what they would be after some rest and relaxation? Um, I I think. I think Muck should be an android, so I guess whatever okay. they are now. All right. So, yeah. I mean, if you just I th- want to say he's an android, just, then he's an android. Yeah, we should just cheat and say Muck is an android because yeah. All right. look at that guy. Well, just I'm just curious anyway, Ryan. Roll a D100. I got a I three. I'll roll one, too. Uh, so your bends can never go below five. So Zuck is, Muck is definitely an android. <laughs> nice. Mine was a twenty-two. Uh, your bends are currently fifteen. Uh, so you are not an android. Wow. I think I want to do mine for after rest and relaxation. And when I roll two d tens. All right. Oh no, roll D hundred. Oh no, roll D hundred. Uh D hundred. I got a twenty-four. You are not an android. Oh, thank the Jeebus. But so in that case always a suspicion in the back of your head that maybe you are. You can never be one hundred percent confident that you're not an android. 
in in that case, I'm going to say that uh, that Muck's epilogue is that instead of going with you guys to retire, he 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 finally founds his uh, his social network that he stole from the Minkelvoss twins, um, and he starts uh, you know coding a, a super powerful AI. Um, you know, th- that is going to be one of the heirs that vies for control. Okay. You probably That's... don't even know that you're doing it. No, like, not at all. You don't know that you're, yeah. Uh... I, I think that's something I wake up at night in a cold sweat. Is like, am I really, am I a real boy or am I the puppet? <laughs> Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's the end of Gradient Descent. Uh, what do you guys think? I, I can't believe we did it. Yeah, yeah like, neither can I. I I was fully expecting us to go down with the nuke. I uh, after after we were like, you know what, we we we're we're, we're, we're beaten, we're broken, we're, we're just gonna take him out with us and. Uh, I'm surprised you gave us the opportunity to get out. I want it to be nice. I want to give you the chance. I am uh, I am just thankful that uh I I didn't die outright in the last session. Yeah. I I wouldn't have wanted that to happen. Uh there are some I, pretty crazy artifacts you guys could have found too. I think both Ryan and I both technically should have died. Probably, yeah. I think last game for Ryan and this game for me when I the uh, crazy part where I went crazy. Um. So do you wanna do you wanna hear some of the more ridiculous artifacts that you didn't find? Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, so let's see. There's the. Um. The uh, helmet-shaped lattice of pseudo-flesh and nerve cables. If installed by a surgeon in an operating theater, it grants the host, if they pass a body save, limited telekinetic ability. Gain 1d5 stress and be able to throw 100 pounds nearly 150 feet. No fine manipulation. Oh, God. Six syringes, labeled run th- 1 through 6. When injected in order, contain a pseudo-flesh virus, which allows the user to sculpt their body and appearance through thought alone. I wonder what happens if you enter them in the wrong order. Probably nothing good. <laughs> a 100-pound opaque metal cylinder and universal power cable. A powerful battery with enough energy to power a Jump One Starship indefinitely. Within the battery coils sleeps a life form which consumes thoughts and excretes electricity. Those within 100 feet of the tube suffer recurring nightmares and slowly forget their oldest memories. It takes 2d10 months for them to completely forget everything about themselves. Uh, well, that's the Holy Book. A combination text of all world religions into one coherent narrative. Leads to an 80% universal conversion rate. Adherents are unknowingly mentally primed for AI domination. Uh, the Cultural Analysis Engine. 
With a month of cultural observations as dictated by the device, the engine generates a cultural report detailing the weakest links in the observed society, along with instructions on how to exploit them. Acting on the report always leads to, to miserable war. Uh, a spiny, asymmetric bloat of dark green metal con concealing a small psionic organ inside. The organ acts as the beacon-slash-receiver, searching for intelligence, the equal of monarch. Every two weeks, there is a 1% chance to detect something, and its spines point in its direction. Additionally, there is a 1% chance the intelligent has detected the beacon and is coming to investigate. Uh, a heavy, smooth sphere with beetle legs. When placed in a human corpse, burrows into the chest cavity and attempts to integrate and resurrect the body. 60% chance of success. The revived corpse has minus 2d10 to all stats. If the revived attempts to harm Monarch, the device severs their spine, keeps their brain intact, but takes over their body to attack the revived's companions. Uh, there's also this one. A heavy backpack system connected to a large emitter dish. When activated, teleports any sentient being in front of it to a pocket dimension used by Monarch to expand itself beyond the physical boundaries of reality. Those in the pocket dimension must make a panic check. Lasts until the device is switched off. Visitors to the pocket dimension reduce their sanity save by 3d10 permanently. So, lots of fun so stuff. Great. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah. sound like much of that stuff was very good, honestly. I mean, not for you. For me, it would be great. I mean, that's why instead of trying to uh, instead of trying to use it, you just sell what you find. Yep. Or eat Let it. That, or eat it. Let that be someone else's problem. Uh, well, I mean, you could sell that that thing for. 200 mega credits? It's the most expensive... Oh, no. It's the... It's the second most expensive thing that you can sell. The most expensive is a data drive containing 100% accurate predictions of economics, politics, and the movements of seemingly random celestial bodies over the next 1d10 years. It's worth 300 mega credits, but dangerous buyers. Yeah, I think I think we should sell that. You guys can use the money to retire. I I have my uh, my social media empire I want to build. Well, you don't have that to sell. You don't have anything to sell, except the black marble, which is worth ten thousand credits. Oh, I thought you were I thought you were talking about the black marble. I'm sorry. Oh no no no! The black marble is just a black marble. Gotcha. The Black Marvel is an undiscovered it's an undiscovered indestructible material but has no known use. No, okay. So, so that's why yeah. it's not Yep. Okay. Well, that's uh, Well, I had a lot of fun. That's the end. I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope our listeners. I hope enjoyed our listeners enjoyed listening to your descent of the deep, descent of into madness of the deep. Anyone have any last will thoughts as we close out? Uh, I'm not such a bad explorer myself.